You are listening to Uncensored Podcast. I am Aisa Tijalo. I am Maimuna Jain. I am Adil Sise. Welcome. Join us every two weeks for deep reflections and chill conversations from our living room couches. Uncensored. Hi. Welcome to episode two of the Uncensored Podcast. And today we have Fadjeng here. Hi everyone. So I'm very much happy to be here today with Maimuna. And I'm guessing that this conversation is going to be very, very much interactive and interesting. Yep. So today, unfortunately, but also fortunately, um, Elio and Aisha won't be joining us. So it's just me and Fadjeng here. But keeping it down. Gang gang. Gang gang. <laughs> so on episode two, we're discussing self-care and productivity and capitalism and just how much we're um, conditioned to want to get more, want to do more despite what our body is telling us. Mm-hmm. So first, because this conversation is also tailored around what you really do, Fajang. So just tell us what you do, school, work, activism, anything. Yes, um, thank you very much, Maimuna, for having me here today. So I completed my bachelor's degree in journalism and digital media at the University of the Gambia last year. Oh, by the way, and she got selected for Shivning, so congratulations. Levels! (laughs) Levels! (laughs) Yeah, so I'm the founder of Clean at Gambia. I mostly focus on environmental-related um, activities and climate action because that is something that I'm very very much passionate about so for the past five years that has been what I've been actually engaging aside my student leadership work so I'm the founder of Clean at Gambia and I'm also one of the facilitating team members for the UNFCCC that is the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change Youth Constituency so I facilitate the working group that is the gender and women and climate change working group under the youth constituency and yes, I am also part of uh, Plan for the Planet, which is um, an international organization working on climate action three, through um, three planting exercises. I talk a lot more. <laughs> is that all? Yes, I have a lot, more, a lot more to say, but I think I'll stop here. Go on, say it. Because <laughs> that's the thing, yeah? It's because we're so much, especially if you're in the activism spectrum, you're so much into giving, giving, and you have tons of organizations you're part of, tons of things you're doing, and then there's very much, just very little time to take care of yourself yes. and just reflect on what you're d- giving mm-hmm. and how much of your time you're really giving. Yeah. So, wait, so question. How much self-care time do you give you do you think you give yourself in a week? That is really really very difficult because um what you've said is actually very true because us as young people in the activism space hardly give time for ourselves. Like most of the things that we do actually has to do with our voluntary and community service engagement that we really find it difficult to even try to make sure that we take care of ourselves and make sure that we have proper self-care routine. I cannot even say how many hours or how many, I mean, the time I spend on my, making sure that I actually, there's self-care, I have enough self-care. But I know it's, it's usually mostly when I'm really stressed or born out that I try to make sure that I at least make sure that I mean I have proper self-care but in a week I don't even know but what I know is I go to the beach when I know that I am really really trying to burn out okay so basically you don't give your time um, on a normal so there's not like okay I'm spending these hours for self-care whatever self-care means for you unless you feel like you're burning down yes so basically no rest on unless you're about to 
color. Yeah, you know, and, and and the problem here is because now we have we have basically normalized, you know, getting so much engaged in our activism that we forget that, or maybe even if we try as much as possible to just have proper self care and have time for ourselves, we kind of like feel guilty that you know. Yep. <laughs> like we're we're sleeping, we're relaxing, and we shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. And that is one of the ways that we really, really try to burn out ourselves because we give too much for you know for our activities and little for ourselves to really take care of ourselves. Yeah. And I'm happy you um you said something about um feeling guilty and just feeling the need to keep going. Yeah. Which take me back to um socialization, mm -hmm. right? So let's talk about from the beginning how how. And this is personal, but it's okay if you don't want to share. How were you brought up and how do you think that has an impact on how much you think you need to do to be productive or to just achieve success or to just feel like you need to get this thing done so you'll be able to help yourself or your family or whatever. How do you think cultural pressure on success and achievement plays into the whole burning out and wanting to do more always? Yeah, as you mentioned, that sometimes can be really personal for certain people. But I know that there is a lot of pressure, especially cultural pressure, as far as what we determine as success or what we determine as us getting to where we want to is basically concerned. Because I can I, I can remember how I was raised when I was a young person is that, I mean, we, we work, I used to work a lot when I was young because we I used to stay with my aunt. And she was someone that actually, you know, when we sit, she actually has to tell us to get engaged and do certain things and do house chores. It's like in our society, when you basically sit and lean back and relax, it's like you are not doing anything. You're lazy. Yeah, you are lazy. Like, yeah. and that is something that has really been affecting us from a young age because from that very particular young age, we were meant to believe that if we just sit and not really try to find time for ourselves, we are lazy. So we just actually just grow up with that and I think that is the mentality or that is the thing that most of us have actually grown up with because even if we're doing certain things and we we, we tend to maybe achieve a part maybe when we're doing something and you start getting tired and stuff we want to relax it becomes a problem for us like I mentioned yeah. because we start getting guilty and all of that stuff yeah. so I think maybe you know the way that we are brought up our society also plays a very um, important role as far as um, you know how, what we what, what, what we more or less um, identify as success or what we, what, what we identify as us getting where we want to is basically concerned. So I think that is something maybe as us as maybe the younger generation should try to make sure that we don't really make sure that it replicates uh, yeah. for the generation that is actually going to come because it has really been having a lot of impact because people don't even know that they're born in art, especially us as young activists. We'll just keep on doing things and forgetting that we really need time for ourselves. Yeah, and there's also the whole stigma around um, generally being tired, depression, um burning out because it is seen as something western mm -hmm. so um if you're seen engaging in like um but this is so much as capitalistic idea of self-care mm -hmm. you're seen as white um for example going to the beach mm -hmm. or reading or just whatever self-care means for you as an individual mm -hmm. you are being termed as someone who's white or someone who's western mm -hmm. so again it has to do with culture but looking at it from um from a side of gender and social inequality right and by that i mean poverty mm -hmm. as a whole so for women it is generally being a caregiver so from the very young age you had to cook you had to clean mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. had to take care of everyone mm -hmm. do the dishes and all of those things and then you grow up uh, and the reproductive 
the reproductivity just keeps going mm -hmm. so you grow up and then you have more um the responsibilities. more responsibilities mm -hmm. and then you just feel the need to keep going mm -hmm. because like you said it's if you're sitting down you're either sick the only time you get to sit and not do anything is if you're sick mm -hmm. but also poverty has has something to mm -hmm. do with it definitely right because you can't sit around if um capitalism if you just have to be productive in order to earn a living, mm -hmm. in order to eat, mm -hmm. in order to go to school, and all those basic um, needs that you have to that you have to get for yourself. Yeah. So, how do you think poverty and poverty crisis plays a role in it, especially with the back way, um, with the back way crisis and all of that? Because we, I think, sometimes we also tend to look at. Um, problems from the top without generally going down and On see how structural mm -hmm. yeah how structural it is mm -hmm. because if someone let's say is poor they're from a very poor background mm -hmm. um they don't have means or the connection and the network to find themselves into places that are deemed mm -hmm. as um, suitable jobs mm -hmm. so the only thing they get to do is work in building construction and just some of those other jobs and even if that is not available and this is um, like a global south problem mm -hmm. it is just finding a way to go somewhere that gives you better life get, yeah no matter how you get there yeah so i think also like um that also plays a role on how much you just wants to keep going and keep going and mm -hmm. keep going because because you, of what because you background. know that you have a family to feed yeah you know that if you actually lean back and not do something especially if your family is dependent on you it becomes a problem yeah. and that's where actually capitalism comes into play as you mentioned because i mean we the, the the poor people people that are actually trying to maybe find a living are grinding every day on the street on the road trying to make sure that they get something or find something for their families whilst we have structural deficiencies like our structures we don't have adequate or proper structures in place to at least help i mean people to at least get to where they're supposed to because yeah. as we, we understand how the society especially in global south how things are here like you try to make sure that you go grind try to make sure that you search for greener pastures for you go in search of greener pasture and make sure that at least you get something that you can be able to take back to your families and feed but with the fact that you have to really exhaust yourself you have to really do more than what you're supposed to at the end of the day it kind of like gives you a mental breakdown or you kind of like affects you you know emotionally and uh, and on all of that so mm -hmm. i i think that is that is more or less a wider topic or wider conversation that we really need to look at the nitty-gritties of the problem that we are facing as far as you know capitalism and poverty and why we're having many of these problems that we are facing is basically concerned yeah and even bringing it into more real life i think there's a certain uh privilege that comes with just not being productive mm -hmm, mm -hmm, just yeah. sitting down and enjoying life mm -hmm. so you must have everything good going on so yeah. like right now we have the COVID 19 and then we have all the other measures that's either forcing people to stay at home, home yeah or um to not go to work if they can but how many people can afford to do that mm -hmm. how many people can afford to wake up and go to everywhere else they're supposed to go mm -hmm. without um taking public transport definitely mm -hmm. so it's either you're walking you're riding a bike or you're getting into a packed uh and congested car because that is what you can yes. afford mm -hmm. yeah so i have some certain privilege where i can afford to let's say pay for a taxi where i could oh, it's just me like a and a taxi mm -hmm. yeah 
or I can get my friends to drive me around. Mm -hmm. But not everyone can afford that. Most definitely. So that's why I, I feel like whenever we keep talking about stay at home, stay at home, stay at home. Like I said, we're looking at things from top. What we are not But looking. not generally looking down at why it is difficult for certain people to stay at home. Mm -hmm. Why it's difficult for certain people to wear a mask because they can't afford it. Mm -hmm. And they're rather diverse. They're money to food right Dante. now that everything is not working out. Done to buying a mask. Mm -hmm. Or buying a hand sanitizer or just generally staying home at home yeah. because it takes some certain privilege mm -hmm. which again takes me back to capitalism oh my god i i hate capitalism <laughs> everyone hates capitalism everyone should right so the rich people by the way yeah of course i mean how could they <laughs> it's like saying men hate patriarchy of course they don't yeah. because they enjoy the privileges that mm -hmm. comes with it yeah but definitely and i tweet this every day so i and it's difficult to be because you're in it. Mm -hmm. It's this big um, vacuum that everyone has to come and fill. Yeah. And even when you're complaining, it's a position where you cannot come out of it. Yeah, and so you, you can complain within. But you can't really actually come out to complain openly. Yeah. Because, I mean, in one way or the other, many of us are basically affected by this. I mean, what is actually going around, especially with capitalism. Yeah. And at some point, people are trying to not internalize it and just making it something that is normal, which is not really normal in some way. Because you know that, I mean, if you don't, and, and, and at some point, you, you're afraid to speak up about what is actually happening because you fear that you might lose your job and all of that stuff. And that is a problem there because yeah. we have things that are actually affecting us. I mean, some of us, we, we spend the whole night actually walking. We could have spent that time actually sleeping, yeah. finding time for ourselves. But no, we are not doing that because we have to get some work done, even though we can get it done in another day or at another time. So you see that, I mean, it puts us, it puts us, us, us at a very disadvantaged position to the extent that we cannot really openly come out and talk about what is actually, what we what we like and what we dislike because of how the structures have actually been put in place to not really give you a voice to really speak up about what is really affecting you and what your concern is yeah and um so just on like the whole capitalism idea and I, I know you said you go to enjoy going to the beach yeah. for when you're burning out yeah but that's when you're burning out yes and i know i ask what you do but what is it you do for yourself that's not giving to activism or work or school. What do you just do yourself, do for yourself? For your mind, for your soul, for your body, what do you do? See, there is a problem. <laughs> like, because, I mean, you, 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 you actually feel very guilty if you try to even spend time on your own for yourself and just try to make sure that you get things done. Because, man, sometimes I'll... Okay, people say I'm actually very nice. So that's another discussion. Nigga, I'm not nice. Yeah. Am I really spending this thing on myself? Yeah. I could have actually spent this on something, something else. else. So that is that is what the problem the is. Condition is. The condition. Your condition is even though you you're working, you you work for that money, it's your own, but you feel really guilty to even spend it on some particular stuff. Because invest and all of that on, on certain things. So man, I cannot because I can this year I only spa we wasn't even spa. Pedicure <laughs> so that those are the things like to spend time for your, on your own invest in yourself in your personal growth i mean just so that you can be able to come back and be able to give more so i think that is where the problem is as well because we forget to understand that or we forget to really you know just understand that if we spend time on our own invest on 
on ourselves and make sure that at least you know we 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 make sure there's adequate self-care we're able to give back more to our society but the more we just keep giving back give it back without really making sure that we put ourselves first mm. then it becomes a problem because we just keep sacrificing for our communities and all but really forgetting that we are also important and we have certain important aspects of ourselves that really need you know to be taken care of so that is another thing because man i cannot sin and man i spend on myself i hardly do that except maybe maybe on, on in very very peculiar situations that they want to flow on but the only place or the only where i know that i really spend time on my own and really make sure that you know everything around me is going is when i go to the beach mm. and watch the waves or just sit around and enjoy the beach that's yeah. the only for like lady mona hamena at this i've really been able to at this make sure that yeah I've invested. i'm also glad that you mentioned spa and pedicure because now self care and collective care in itself is very capitalist yeah because capitalism capitalism has made everything look like you have to spend in order to feel good yeah so now when you talk of self care it's either you're talking about going on vacation yeah going, going on, on spa yeah yeah and all of those things mm-hmm. and that in itself requires some type of spending. privilege mm-hmm. uh, yeah and spending so is it can you afford taking a break from work mm-hmm. because i think gamia superfarm like people aren't used to taking their leave yeah. so now i guess they have their leave piling up yeah. but like nowadays cuz they're not they feel like you shouldn't dress yes. you should give your all to the world mm-hmm. so my own form of self care is food which again involves spending yeah you love food you love but <laughs> i love the beach too but every other th- stuff i like doing when i just feel like i need a break is reading mostly reading and uh maybe writing because i love to express myself in that way but aside from that any uh, whenever you think about taking a break you either think of planning a trip trip somewhere mm. going to get food and just see how much um self care has also now like you cannot practice self care within capitalism yeah. it has now taken that away from it definitely us. definitely is yeah and sometimes the problem the other problem is maybe sometimes you will even want to spend time you know to talk to your family about what is really going on what is really going on and how you feel but maybe you will maybe feel that maybe they might not understand exactly what you are going through and all yeah. of that so i mean it's very important that you know when certain things happen we try as much as possible to talk to our close people people that are actually closer you know to us people that can really understand us i mean that is an other form of self care because when you just let out let everything out i mean how you are feeling and what you are feeling when you let it out it also maybe helps you helps you out in some way to at least you know just know that you know there is someone that you can actually talk to when you are not really feeling okay and all but uh p- p- maybe i mean personally or i wouldn't actually just say personal but i mean mm. in general most activists actually really find it very difficult to speak with their families because maybe yeah. what the kind of work that they are doing and all maybe even even some because you'll be on twitter and right, type tweet something or be on social media right and then you have some people your family members actually you know screenshot in this conversations and send yeah. it to your family and all yeah. so when you even want to try to make sure you talk to them and all because you're already because of what people have been saying out it becomes very difficult for them to basically understand what you're going through and all yeah. so these are you know things that we really need to try to make sure that we work on and make sure that you know because as you mentioned self care from the league is basically more or less it's capitalism because yeah. you spend and when you spend if you cannot afford it then that's a problem for you as well yeah. so maybe try try as much as possible to do in what we love enjoying what we love and just remembering maybe the important moments in our lives also is another form of because when you do something for example i mean 
it was not actually celebrated for example their one year anniversary and you guys Whoop. were having you know levels levels, <laughs> levels. so you so see you guys actually had you know your, your countdown and all you know that was maybe for example a very important or memorable moment for you guys mm. especially remembering how far you guys have gone in making sure that you are where you are today so you know reflecting on these things reminiscing on these things really is very also helpful and it's also another form of self-care that we can try as much as possible to be doing yeah it just requires more social transformation yeah. yes now. social transformation is really what we need got it so um i know you said um stuff about talking to people yeah. which is which might be a good coping mechanism depending yeah. on um the type of people, people you have in yeah, your life that's right for example i i have i have parents who are like very supportive mm -hmm. and they're not really confined with social um standards of stuff so they're very open and mm -hmm. i can always walk up to them and speak to them yeah. but i personally don't see that as a relief mechanism to deal with mm -hmm. um depression or stress mm -hmm. but i'm also grateful i have um i have friends mm -hmm. oh my god friends like <laughs> No, yeah, I'm really grateful that I have a friend and a partner who are like really supportive. Mm -hmm. And even though for me it's like push it, whenever I get to the point where it's like I can't do anything, mm -hmm. I can't do work, I can't read, yeah. I can't. And you see how much if reading is what I practice as self care, then it gets to a point where I can't do any of that. I'm completely burned out. Mm -hmm. I'm depressed, so it's like I'm sitting there and everything is blurred out. Mm -hmm. Then they're it's not like i'm speaking to them or i'm reaching out to them but they know when to reach out yeah and i'm really grateful for that mm -hmm. but not everyone have that type of definitely mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. people have different ways of dealing with stuff and because like i said the just a topic around depression in the gambian society mm -hmm. is still something you cannot really discuss openly yeah. if you don't know the type of people you're dealing and with. And some people even don't believe that depression is actually real in the first place. So you cannot have... You saw the tweets these days on Twitter, on the Gambian timeline. About depression. About depression and how people are using that to just spread notion that isn't normalized in the gamut yeah definitely to be, I, I actually didn't maybe i didn't see that you know that conversation but i know for a fact nene depression is really not normalized in the gamut because so new is i'm gonna study when i'm stressed you always as a young person you talk and then you have a conversation with someone around your neighborhood and, and then they tell you so again it comes around the idea of being productive exactly and reproduction yeah, like Halibun Lobby, you're low and put stress yeah. and all of that. And people tend to forget that that has nothing to do with age. And so I think we need to have more discussions about depression because, I mean, a lot of people are losing their life. A lot of people can, could have been better, I mean, could have done better than what they're doing now if they had maybe a conducive environment where they can talk about what they're feeling, how they're feeling, and then at least try to seek, you know, support so that you can be able to, you know, just discuss or just let out everything that they are feeling but the yeah. fact that then our society is really not open to this kind of discussions make it very difficult makes it very difficult because as you as you mentioned i mean the discussion that we're having in the on, on, on the, the timeline, timeline about issues yeah. of depression and all so i think we need to have more conversations about it the more we talk about it the more we create awareness about it and the more people get to know about issues like this what what do what, how much resource do you think is available um for self-care and collective care in the activism space in Gambia? 
I, you can speak about this from your own organization mm, mm, that you co-founded that mm, is clean at, or you can talk about it from other, general. yeah, from other organizations that you've been a part of. Yes. Um, so, um, I mean, just to be general, generally, I think when it comes to resources of um, self-care or resources for self-care here in the Gambia, or maybe even globally, I think we find it very difficult, or we don't have that, because I, I, I think you know if we're working collectively or if we're working as a group or as activists i think we need really need to find a space where we can talk talk you know converge talk about how we are feeling and then try to you know support each other and you know glenn a helping hand but uh i mean at clinic you know we have our we, we usually have our executive meetings and we have our we have our, our general pages where we talk about what everyone is doing and then just try to check up on everyone so yeah. these are mechanisms that we use to actually you know just so just to know what every member is actually up to and then you just see how we can support in any way and i also like the fact that um last year i saw you guys had that that that, that jotai discussion where you had almost all feminists in the Gambia converge and talk about, you know, things that they are facing and this and how society actually perceives them and all of that and how they can support each other. I think that was a really good thing because at least you had group discussions and you were, you know, there was more or less like a like a support network yeah. where everyone so I think we need to have more support networks where we just feel comfortable yeah. to let that how it's we just feel. not it's not work, it's not any of that. Just yeah, it's just being relaxed. Yes. Making sure that spaces are safe i know we've talked about like burning out but and even though i have this as avoiding burnout mm -hmm. but that's really not something you can mm -hmm. avoid yeah because life is messy things keep coming up you have to keep giving you have to keep receiving there's capitalism mm -hmm. there's poverty and there's so many social inequalities and there are disappointments as well all the yeah. way yeah yeah so to you and also just generally speaking how do you achieve because i know you're an achiever do you also do i just want to ask oh. Oh, well that's not a totally good thing for yeah. me oh yeah it's not a good thing <laughs> because but it's, it's, <laughs> think it's still being within control by capitalism yes. yeah mm. but i just want to ask you mm. before i get to that question what capitalism capitalistic terms are you referred to are you called a go-getter have I you ever been called a go-getter? Yes, I am called that. Have you ever been called an overachiever? I am. Uh, do you ever say rest is for the week? I say sleep is for the week. You're such a... Oh my God. <laughs> We're done. You're such a productive... <laughs> I think I'm more or less a workaholic. Come, like, I, like I mentioned, come... Because when I sit and not do this at this point with the COVID nineteen, I'm actually sitting at home. So if I, I mean, the too much sitting at home is really more or less affecting me because I feel like I'm not really being productive. I'm like, what am I doing sitting and not doing anything? So because I am used to just getting up, you know, just being on my feet and just hustling and grinding. Yeah, it's I socially find conditioned. It's conditioned. So that is a problem because even if now at home, even if I try to be productive, I find it very difficult. Mm. So these are things that we have really normalized, which we shouldn't normalize. Yeah, and we take pride unlearned. in it. We take pride in it, which we shouldn't. Because I, I shouldn't. I think we take pride in it because that is what success is defined yes. as in our own minds. Yes. So right. you, it's either your, um, your schooling mm -hmm. and you're getting scholarships, mm -hmm. or you're, you know, you're in the activism space mm -hmm. and you're seen as being someone who's advocating for other people that is what success looks like for us mm -hmm. or yeah, in terms of business you're achieving so much you're mm -hmm. making your own money mm -hmm. 
you're working without taking a break mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so it's not really us even though we have to unlearn mm -hmm. but it's just how we've been brought on mm -hmm. and how just the world works yes mm -hmm. because you can't sit and starve to be honest yes. like i said it takes some type of privilege or unless you have some generation wealth that mm -hmm. you can you know sit maybe and take two years without working and mm -hmm. you still get to eat yeah so yeah and as much as we have to unlearn we also have to like um look at it from down top mm -hmm. what are bottom top yeah mm -hmm. what are what are happening below that's making us feel like we have to keep going until we end up dying in order to be successful mm -hmm. so a question yeah um how do you keep how do you achieve results while also giving yourself like some good care so it's not like you're taking a break um you're practicing self-care but you're just giving but also you're receiving at the same time for someone who's like for someone like you who's really into productivity how do you do that what do you think that looks like for you how do you get back on your feet or just continuous practice continuous care without having to stop what you think is success for you wait what confused not welcome i'm actually a bit confused but what i'll say here is um actually how i get back on my feet or how i actually um you know just make sure that i give back i i give to my community but also make sure that i practice enough self-care it's personally it's when i do an active when i organize a particular program or when i organize activities and because i'm an organizer i organize capacity building trainings and i organize you know activities for young people as far as issues that have to do with the climate and the environment is concerned so when i do these activities and finding out that at least you know it is having or yielding positive results and i'm seeing these people that i'm actually serving very happy it's more or less or you know kind of like a self-care for me because when i see people that i'm serving actually happy i get happy and when i get happy i mean it, it just keeps me motivated and you, you know for more or less it's, it's more or less kind of like a therapy for me because i work with children more and mm. when i see children happy and i see that they're actually learning from what we are doing for them i more or less you know find it as a success for me and i more and i make sure that i mean i value those moments and make sure that you know i i keep remembering those moments because like i mentioned um earlier it's like um we do activities but uh we mostly do not celebrate do not celebrate our, I, I didn't mention it earlier but i'm saying it now <laughs> come we do activities and we 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 create a lot of impact but we don't really celebrate ourselves you know even though it's not yeah. worried but we don't really celebrate and you know remember these good moments that we had and the impact that we've created to at least you know make us happy so this is what i try to do i try to make sure that these activities that i have or that i organize if it yields positive if it actually has a positive result i make sure that it more or less serve as a self-care for me because i'm someone who hardly you know spend money on <laughs> healthcare because you know money so i still don't agree on that but i still I'll still take it. So that is what I do. Uh, I don't know if I've really answered that enough because question me how I live in. Why I, I, I think I've really actually... Yeah, I think it's fine. So last question and um, question for today's episode. Um, that you might have already answered this, but I know you give a different answer from the start. But mm -hmm. I just want to see, see how what we've discussed, if it really like influence or change anything in your mind in terms of what self-care looks like for you. Um, with capitalism so yeah what does it's okay if it's the same question you mm -hmm. gave from the beginning mm -hmm. but it's just what does self-care mean for you actually um i'll just give maybe i mentioned it in the beginning but i believe that self-care more or less has to do with um 
me creating an impact, sacrificing for my community, and making sure that you know I do what I love doing, which is climate activism, but also remembering that there are certain things that are really important for me, which I need to make sure that I also do, and I need to make sure that at least there are things that I don't really mess with or tamper with. Okay. So it's like doing what I love doing with my activism, but making sure that important things about me are really things that I maintain and I don't really joke with them. So that is really what health, um, you know, self-care means to me. Okay. Taking time off, relaxing, enjoying myself, but yet giving back to my community. Got it. To me, self-care just means um, just feeding my mind, right? Because mm. I sort of, I like new information, which is also, but for me, it's just um trying to get new stuff trying to express my creativity mm -hmm. if i have any at all your they blog say, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. oh not even my blog but <laughs> thank you yeah. for reminding me but no just generally expressing myself mm -hmm. right and it also for me it also means spending time with people who i know care mm -hmm. people who love me and people who i live love but self-care for me has nothing to do with work or mm -hmm. with activism and all of that. Because I know for me, giving is not really about um, seeing people happy. Because for me, um, it's, just happiness is a very different discussion. And my, the impact of my work also, I see it differently. Because mm -hmm. I know the work is good. You keep doing. But there's, there's so many people, there's so many stuff mm -hmm. that you cannot as well do something that makes people happy yes because mm -hmm. the the problem is so deep rooted that whatever you're doing is not really triggering down yeah to make them happy mm -hmm. so it's for me it's just keep going keep making sure that things change mm -hmm. but i don't see the change to get to that level where people are really happy yeah but you know it's a gradual process yeah of yeah. course of mm -hmm. course it's a, it, again it just has to do with how you're measuring success mm -hmm. and people measure success yeah dif differently. differently yeah yeah mm -hmm. So thank you, Fajang. Thank you so much. So yeah, thank you so much for coming here. <laughs> yeah, like, we should have actually taken this, you know, this gang gang thing that we're actually doing. <laughs> thank you. On Sunset Gang. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming here and having this conversation with us. And if you're listening, we're asking you, what does self-care look like for you? How do you practice self-care? How do you practice collective care? What also does self-care mean to you outside of capitalism and capitalistic ideas of care? Um, thank you for listening. Love <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say that I mean, just wanted to talk to the young activists that are actually out there and the people okay, that are Okay, wait, before you give your closing remarks. Oh, I don't want closing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you want to give closing? Kia, that's the problem. The feminine formal space is Linga Hamne. Don't manage. She has to give some sort of advice or closing remarks. Oh, yeah, so go ahead. It. Yeah, but you know, it's actually, um, well, yeah. Muna, see, you want to come? You only to wrap it up. So I thought you were actually giving your closing remarks. No, uh, there's no closing remarks. This is this is not uh, a panel discussion. Discussion, yeah, that's right. Okay, so this is not actually a closing remark, but it's just an advice that young people out there that are actually listening, let us make sure that we, you know, we we take care of ourselves and know that you know we also owe ourselves and our body some time. So let us make sure that even with the work that we are doing, even though it's overwhelming and all, let us make sure that we take time, we take time out when we feel there's the need for it. Let us make sure that we at least you know just uh, make sure that you know our body and our mind and our soul is also really you know free and actually not really 
stressed out because the stress that we're having is why we're having this burnout and all so the more we actually try to make sure that there's self-care enough self-care for us the more that we can be able to be more productive and be able to do most of the things that we actually want to um achieve so it's not a closing remark but i'm gonna so yeah thank you um for listening to the second episode of uncensored podcast if you're getting here subscribe and follow us and censor gmb everywhere on the internet um see you again in two weeks bye from me bye